Valerie Knobloch, President of Finger Lakes Visitors Connection and Ontario County Tourism. And I'm here today with Fred and Nancy Goodnow. And I uh, welcome them very much. I've, I've known about them for a while and all their action as part of the community, Cheshire Community Action Team. But I asked Fred to first take us back. Like, tell us who you are and what you bring to this historical and cultural podcast. Well, thanks, Valerie. I, uh, I grew up in Cheshire in the 40s and the 50s. You know, first half of the last century, so to speak. Uh, I graduated from Canandaigua Academy in 1958 and left the area. And I had no intention of ever coming back. And for about 20 years, I didn't. In 1976, uh, by now I was married, had three kids. And uh, we relocated back home from Houston, Texas. And uh, I was fortunate enough to have been able to buy the farm I grew up on. Uh, uh, that farm is located on the edge of Cheshire, and that's where we raised our, our three sons. Cheshire is a special place for us. Uh, we have uh, many years of deep, deep family family roots in, in the hamlet of Cheshire. We talked uh, before uh, with other podcast guests, and the deep root theory keeps running through everybody. Yeah. And I see you brought yeah. back with you uh, yes. Nancy here, and I think she's going to start out talking about um, some of the specific actions that you've taken in the project. So welcome, Nancy. Well, I grew up in Plymouth, Massachusetts, which uh, is steeped in history. And um, when we moved back, I was very happy to be in a small village, which is where, you know, relative to where I grew up. Some of the buildings had already been destroyed, and and I was watching the, the Grange building kind of falling apart, and it struck me that maybe somebody should try to rescue it. Therefore... That's what happened. And there you go. So <laughs> Not easily, but it, we have worked uh, at it, and um, we will be successful, hopefully, in the next few years with raising money and finishing the project. Well, I certainly appreciate your passion, and we'll feel that as we go through this. But tell us a little bit about the history, the historical aspects of the Cheshire Theater and Meeting Hall. The Actually, the meeting hall was built in 1898 by the Knights of the Maccabees, which was a precursor to the Grange. Um, they occupied it until 1920s when the uh, Academy Grange, number 62, bought it as their meeting hall. Uh, Academy Grange, number 62, was the first Grange founded in Ontario County. They sold it in um, oh, the 1930s, I believe. They sold it, no, 1970s. They built, sold it to private ownership. It was uh, used as an antique shop by a couple of owners, and then it was closed in the 1970s, late 1970s, early 1980s. Um, the the owner closed the building and used it just for storage. We purchased it um, as a the CCAT Cheshire Community Action Team purchased it in two thousand seven. Uh, it took us three days to empty the building, and uh, since then we have been trying to repair it. We have pretty much done a lot of the structural work. Uh, and look forward to being able to finish the building and have a certificate of occupancy and, and using it as a community meeting hall and center. I think it's interesting, and when you use the word Grange, 
I'm not sure some of the younger people understand what a Grange was, and they, they had musical performances, concerts. Tell, tell people, either Fred or Nancy, what was a Grange, and what does that mean, and how's that going to translate to your future mission? Well, the Grange was, uh, was a co-op for farmers, and the uh, Grange uh, provided resources for the local farmers, probably in the form of providing seed, and loaning uh, money, perhaps. I, uh, I'm uh, not that old uh, I'm myself uh, that I, uh, it was the Grange League Federation. Uh, I r- really think of it as a, as a co-op uh, of uh, agricultural support for the family farm, which was the enterprise of the day. And I, I know um, growing up out in the Cuca Lake area, there was a Grange down there, too. And I know it sort of became the community center where there were musical concerts. And I think that's true of the Cheshire Grange as well. I, I see some notes from you that there were square dances and musical concerts and to bring life back to that building. It was the farmers uh, and the Grange started what they called the Cheshire Amusement Company, which were local Uh, people who put on musicals and plays and everything. The building was used in conjunction with the school there in Cheshire uh, because it didn't have a big enough auditorium. So the school plays, the school band, uh, they all performed there as well. And uh, we have, when we rescued the building, we have 21, I think it is, of all of the playbills from the various shows that they put on. I've been lucky enough to catch a glimpse of those from you at one point, and they are a treasure. Yeah, and they're now stored at the Historical Society, and we plan to have them restored and preserved and and remounted on the walls in the the main hall where the stage is. But um, that, that, of course, the Cheshire Amusement Company went by the boards when the... the, um, Building was sold into private hands, but uh, it is uh, going to be a real treasure when we finish. And I just realized that while I'm very familiar with Cheshire and you are familiar with Cheshire, just to place the building, if you could, geographically for people listening. It's right in the center of the hamlet on the uh, west side of uh, of Route 21 South going, going south towards Naples. And the, uh, the front of the building is a restored facade, which I'll talk about in a minute. Uh, it's painted white, and it's got a lovely big green sign hanging there uh, that says the Cheshire Theater and uh, Meeting Hall. Great, great. So I, it takes money to do these things. So, Fred, talk about some of the money you've been able to secure, where you're going, and what more you need here. Going back, Nancy had this vision for the Meeting Hall and what it could be around 2005. And we, acting on that, we organized the community and formed the Cheshire Community Action Team. In uh, 2007, we were able to incorporate as a 501c3 tax-exempt organization, and that was uh, the beginning. The mission statement of the Cheshire Community Action Team was to improve, work to improve the quality of life of the residents in the hamlet. But that mission statement revolved around the restoration and rehabilitation of the Cheshire Theater and Meeting Hall. That was the, uh, that was the vehicle, so to speak, of uh, accomplishing our mission. In 2006, we got a $50,000 grant through then uh, State Senator Dale Volker. And uh, that, was, uh, that was the really uh, the beginning. 
We had a community workshop in April 2008 to bring the uh, residents together. It was uh, conducted at the at the uh, Cheshire Fire Department, and uh, the purpose was to begin to cultivate the interest, uh, but uh, of equal importance was to get input from the residents as to how they visualize this building being used because it was important for us from the outset to make sure that w- that we had a, a, a plan for the future once uh, once completed. There's a lot of buildings around the country uh, like the Grange who were standing idle. Our intent was to put this building back to use. So uh, that was a successful meeting, probably uh, 70 to 80 people attended. And it was well facilitated. We got a lot of input from the community at that time. So that was 2008, about 12 years ago. That's right. That was the beginning, the, the workshop. We actually purchased the building uh, on March 19th, 2009, from the owner uh, named Jim Schartzer, and uh, purchased the building for $39,000. But before we could close on that, uh, we, needed to, we needed to clean it out because it was jam-packed full of, uh, for lack of a better word, a lot of junk. And so uh, the weekend of January 28th and February 1st, 2009, we had a, a working party of about 27 volunteers, and uh, it took two days. Actually, it took longer than two days. But we cleaned the building out in the dead of winter on a bitter cold day. We know what you were doing 12 years ago at this time instead of talking. Yeah, yes. That's right. That's right. And it took two uh, full-size furniture vans. Uh, I think it was three uh, flatbed truckloads and one industrial-sized dumpster by the time we were done. It's amazing. And that had to be done before we took possession. Then once you got all that out, I see you um, discovered a few stabilization issues here. <laughs> yeah. The first order of business once taking possession was to stabilize the building because the north roof had failed. Water had been coming in for several years. The damage the damage to the entire structure, part of the wall and so forth, was significant. We needed to, uh, to, to, to stabilize the building, and there was also significant issues uh, uh, relative to the foundation. There were precious, at the time, there were precious few pictures of the of the original Grange, but uh, in the when, th- when the weather warmed that year, taking advantage of uh, the volunteer work, we were able to demolish the uh, front of the building, and from a black and white picture, rebuild it to, to to specs in keeping with the original with the original structure. And in the process of demolishing, we uh, uncovered the old structural part so we could ascertain even the color uh, of the interior was the dark green, which is painted now. So uh, we have, from that standpoint, we're able to, uh, to close in the roof, buy the building, close in the roof, and then, uh, and then uh, begin to stabilize. It's very good. So a lot of work, you know, that they say when you do construction, more of your efforts and money are things you never see again to move forward. But then you you got some more resources. And I remember this day, I was at this uh, uh, an event where Minority Leader Cole was there. Yes. And he had found for us another $50,000 grant and construction resumed. Uh, the whole west wall of the building had to be repla- will be replaced in phase two, but the uh, 
first floor, and, and most people don't realize that that is a two-story building. The, the first floor is built into the banking, and nobody realizes it's usable space, and it has always been usable space. We demolished the floor, and we leveled it off and prepped it for it will be replaced with a solid concrete floor when we resume construction. And then um, we had to double up on the floor joists and put in a steel I-beam in order to assure the safety of the main floor. The stability of the main floor. Yeah. The north wall has been framed, and um, we had to replace the stairwell. The uh, code enforcement required that we replace the stairwell. And Marianacci did a super job, and we have uh, spent $62,000 on that alone. So we are ready to begin phase two as soon as we raise enough money. We had uh, $25,000 donated by the Ontario County Arts Council for our HVAC installation, but we really can't do that until... We have finished the floor and put on the addition and um, the whole basement floor. And there will be also, people don't realize that in this building, there will be a full working kitchen so that we can teach cooking classes. Uh, caterers will have the ability to do all of their in-house cooking there. So that will be a big asset for us, too, is is that. So you've got the building stabilized, so to speak, and... Um You've, you've got your certificate of occupancy now, or you're, that's your next step, Fred? What? No, the, the building as, we, as, as it stands today is stabilized. Code enforcement has signed off on that. Phase two is ready to begin. And phase two uh, involves all that Nancy just mentioned about completing the lower level, installing the heating plant, and, uh, and, and the uh, two-story addition. And then we will set to continue the rehabilitation and restoration of the interior of the building, the stage, et cetera, well, plus the outside. Uh, so we're ready to begin with phase two. So talk about what the future looks like. What's your vision? Well, our intent has always been to return the building to what it originally was, a gathering place for locals and for for. Uh, any any of people who reside in the area, a place uh, for musical venues, small theatrical venues, a gathering place for local clubs, craft clubs. We have uh, we have groups in the in and around the quilting groups, knitting groups, uh, a place for seniors to gather, uh, perhaps entertainment for them. Uh, it, we're we're going to return this building to community use. For people of all ages, not the least of which is the young people. Place for them to gather after school, jam, this sort of thing. Just to have fun and make connections with each other, right. be part, to yeah. be part of a community that, that, in this that's community right. center. That's right. Our, our uh, venues will complement Bristol Valley Theater, uh, the Fort Hill. We are, we are a niche, a little piece of Americana there in Cheshire and well, from a tourism perspective, of course, I uh, love when people take passion for projects and, and re adaptively reuse our historical assets because it helps us tell the story of what we, what we were, where we are going. And so I think the story continues, and, and I'll ask one of you to sort yeah. of wrap it up and put it in a nice package and plead for volunteers. I'll yeah. plead for volunteers and other people Thank to you. join your passion. <laughs> 
Well, there continues to be ongoing development in, in this corner of Ontario County. And uh, Route 21 is considered to be the main street of the southern corridor, so to speak, leading south into Naples and the wine country of the Finger Lakes. Uh, from an economic development perspective, a project can help revitalize the Hamlet Cheshire and uh, create an, envi- an environment for small, neighborhood-friendly businesses enhance the tourism so important to the area in the summer and fall months. This is obviously viewed as a worthy project by ourselves, or we wouldn't have invested uh, 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 so much time over the the years. But clearly there's much work yet to be done. Well, again, I applaud you for your energy and your passion and uh, the foundation of the Cheshire Community Action Team, one of the, the sponsors of the podcast here. And I think the key word in that is team and you certainly have built one and that's what will take this project into the future congratulations nancy and fred thank you thank you very much this is preston pierce i'm here with george heron co-creator of the ontario county history and culture podcast valerie's discussion with the good nows really helped me understand the cheshire grange restoration project that's a very accurate statement, Preston. The Goodnows have done so much work over the last 12 or 15 years on that particular project. It's brought the hamlet of Cheshire forward in the community and made steady progress with the entire economic development portion of that community. Next week, our podcast will continue with Valerie Nobluck as moderator and focusing more on her own area of expertise in tourism. And I'm looking forward to that also. She does an exceptional job throughout the entire county and we're certainly benefited by her presence. Thanks, George. Thank you to our listeners. From the Finger Lakes Television Studio at Finger Lakes Community College, we wish you a great day.